Text Talks could not be prouder to be collaborating with Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies this season. This season is all about inclusion, all about providing a platform, and all about the music. We are teaming up with one of the world's most iconic brands, which, for the first time, is teaming up with one of the world's most iconic festivals. We could not be more stoked to be jumping on the Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies train to bring you an all-woman lineup for the first time across all our seasons. So remember to keep walking towards love, keep walking towards the future, keep walking towards music as we prep you for what's bound to be the biggest festival of the year. Head on over to rockingthedaisies.com to find out more about the future of music festivals in Africa. Get those last minute festival tips, merch, and soak up every little bit of excitement that Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies has to offer. Welcome to Tex Talks. I am Tex, and today I am talking to two women who head up the South African branch of She Said So, one of the largest independent global communities in the music business. Pulling focus on the unity of women, LGBTQ+, and GNC individuals within the music, art, design, and creative industries, the necessity of this network has been highlighted not only to empower members, but to impart much-needed knowledge and experience on a new generation of artists, managers, and agents who may not have access to all the resources they need. Jackie Queens and Angela Weichel join me today. Jackie, welcome back. Angela, welcome to the jungle. How are you both today? Doing great. It's cold in Johannesburg. And of course, you know, with the load shedding, you know, things are a bit tricky, but good otherwise. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. Happy to be back. And. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, all good, all good on the side. You know, just the challenges that everyone else is facing uh, with load shedding, but we're, we're having a good day and we're just excited to be able to have this conversation. Oh no, 100%. It has been one of the most mon- mondayest of Mondays, but, but Ange, I want to throw it back for a second, right, to 2017, maybe even 2016. At the first She Said So essay meeting at the Red Bull Studios in Cape Town, sitting next to you, not really knowing what we were doing there, <laughs> but still being very inspired mm-hmm. by being able to meet some of the women that I'd certainly only ever interacted with online. And the fact that She Said So South Africa has grown to be in partnership with Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies, the biggest festival in the country, it's monumental. How has the She Said So team in South Africa grown since its official launch in 2017? So I think that, you know, when the chapter was started and when everyone started joining, there was this, you know, that the excitement of this being a much needed thing, but because even globally it wasn't really that big, there was a bit of um, disjointedness. You felt like you were part of something, but there wasn't a lot of like momentum because everyone globally was working on building that momentum. And then as the momentum picked mm. up, you know, we started doing like workshops and like fundraising projects and all of that, you know, and then the pandemic hits and that put like the industry we love so much on pause. And so we kind of had to take a step back from that, look at how the climate changed within the industry and, and say, well, 
nothing has changed for us. We still need to have this message and we still need to do this work. But a lot of the intended transformation that had been pledged by bigger organizations and like men in the industry and all of that before the pandemic kind of fell away because everyone was like, we're starting from scratch. And so Mm. we took that opportunity to take a hiatus last year to kind of reshuffle, build a new leadership committee, build like a new plan for what we want to do. And then we, you know, worked the entire year building up this plan and kind of started fresh at the beginning of this year with a, a new platform for people to join and a renewed energy in the projects. And that renewal is what has gotten us to where we are today because we're all have fresh energy and the vision in sight and are excited to just get going and make some big change. So with that in mind, it sounds like there's a lot happening. There's a lot in the pipeline. There are a lot of big ideas, a lot of brainstorming. What is your role in the She Said So South African team? And and what to your day-to-day duties, what do they look like with regards to making sure that the She Said So Oasis runs smoothly this year at Daisy's? Um, yeah, sure. So I'll take that one. So um, like Ange mentioned, you know, we've got a a new leadership team. So it's myself, um, Ange and Bali, um, who are the co-directors. And then we have a group um, that assists us, the committee. Um, and so um, as co-directors, we're pretty much steering the ship. Um, you know, but obviously working in tandem with with everybody else and, and this project particularly, you know, the She Said So Oasis at Rocking the Daisies is something that um, requires a lot of collaboration. So in as much as I would like to speak about my personal role in it, I think it's, it's, it's a collective um, effort, particularly between ourselves and um, the team at Rocking the Daisies who have just been so amazing to work with and understand what we're trying to do within the industry and the sort of larger um, vision that we have for women in the music industry in front and behind the scenes. Um, so I would say our role is to keep it together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, keep it together to, <laughs> to 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 keep the the train moving, as it were. So we're we're basically working on the partnerships together. Um, you know, discussing who um, we'll be working with in at the Oasis and also not just in terms of like corporate partners, but also like community uh, partners, because this, this is a community led space. It's a space in which we're trying to bring um, different people together, not only to celebrate, um, you know, this momentous occasion that is Rocking the Daisies being led by women for the very first time in its history, but also as an indicator of change, you know, of, of, of the journey that we have mm. all gone through personally and collectively as women, as queer people, as marginalized communities. So this is definitely a collective effort between everyone involved. Mm. Mm. The area that you've taken over at the festival was previously called the Ladies' Camp, for those who remember. And now it's been renamed the She Said So Oasis to include members of the LGBTQIA plus community. But in your words, what is the function of the She Said So Oasis, Ange? Yeah, so we 
you know, it's the the space as it was before as the ladies camp was already extremely necessary. Um, and obviously when, without wanting to lose that, um, Daisy's also wanted it to like grow and become something that had a lot of impact and can have a long lasting impact outside of the, just that festival weekend as well, you know, and obviously based just on the name and Oasis is like a place to go to in the middle of, you know, barrenness or chaos or whatever it is it's like this place that draws you towards it and so we wanted it to be an an inclusive and community-led space that is um you know especially for women and for the queer community you know we don't have to remind everyone that we live in a country that has like the highest gbv rates one of the highest in the world and that doesn't mean that you're going to a space that is unsafe but it's nice to know that you have a place that you can feel comfortable in, you can feel included in, and you can feel like you're around the people who understand you and accept you and you get to have fun and you get to feel like you're just with everyone who is part of, you know, the life and the identity that you embrace for yourself, you know. And I think that that's the, the transitioning into making it a broader space and more inclusive is that everybody needs to be supporting each other. And it's, you know, it's not just about women anymore because of how closely we are all working together. Also, you know, gender is not that binary anymore and you have to take that into consideration. Mm. You also have to take into consideration, you know, that within the queer community, transgender um, individuals are also even more discriminated against. And if you're not um, treating all women as women, that you're also not taking, you're not um, really truly inclusive and diverse. So I think that we just saw the opportunity to create the space um, and graduated from just being a ladies camp because, you know, there are so many more beautiful people that get to be part of this. And, and you know, it's just always going to be a fun vibe, you know. A hundred percent. And in my experience of the ladies camp over the years, I just remember it being an absolute jewel, you know, and then like, you know, get, like I don't know, like my hair being an absolute mess, <laughs> like needing a straightener or just needing like a space to go and chill where, you know, I, I need some downtime. And, and I think that the way that it's grown and expanded with you guys taking over, it's only going to be, yeah, it's only, it's only going to get better. Um, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure that, this is also the start of 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 a partnership between you and Daisies as well. I'm sure this isn't a once-off thing. Yeah. Can I just add something? And that's uh, mm. just so people understand, this isn't just like, this is not, you know, a serious kind of thing. We're not just, you know, um, going to be doing like, self-defense classes and talk about serious stuff we want it to be like just a a really fun place for you to be able to hang out when you need a Mm. break and like yeah get your nails done have hair products (laughs) simple things like being able to ask for a tampon or get some sunscreen because you forgot your sunscreen you know just like a just fun but with a really good message and with a lot of positive impact so um, just ticking all of the boxes and not making you feel like you are being caged in because the world is a scary place. Exactly. That's super, super important. Jackie, you touched on how incredible it is to work alongside the Daisies team. What has your experience been like to work so closely with a powerful, very powerful woman-led crew? 
Um, I mean, it's it's always great um, working with people who have the same vision. I think beyond the fact that um, you know we're all women, I think the most important thing is being in a space where you don't have to explain yourself or have to defend an idea or defend who you are, what you're trying to achieve because you're working with people who get it. And I think um, for a lot of people who are marginalized, it doesn't matter whether, you know, it's gender or sexual orientation, you tend to be in these environments where people don't really understand what is important to you and are dismissive of that. So you're kind of like starting from zero or you have to you know, begin by explaining or educating someone first for them to understand and then you get to the same level and then you're moving. So it's kind of like you're working from zero to 10, whereas now we're kind of like at 10 and we're going sort of beyond that. So for me, it's been really incredible in that way because it's it can be very difficult to go against the grain. And so it helps when you have people who are completely on board with what you're trying to do and are committed to meeting the same goals and objectives as you are. Um, And not only that, but doing it so brilliantly, you know? So it's like there's a level of um, excellence to it as well. It's not like you're just doing something for the sake of it, but you're doing it because you want to do it and you want to do it really, really well, you know? So... Um, it's been eye-opening for me. It's been affirming. It's been, you know, a space in which I have um, gathered lots of, of courage from, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, well, for me personally, it's been a fantastic experience. And it's just always great to work with people who are really good people. Like, you know, just really amazing people who have... Uh, so many brilliant ideas and warm hearts and and beautiful spirits so yeah for me it's been it's been great one of uh, the things that I'm looking forward to about the oasis apart from getting my nails done um, chilling and potentially picking up a rehydrate um, would be the campsite talks which has also been something I I see you've been getting a little bit of attention for on social media so I want to know who can we look forward to at those talks? Are there going to be any special guest speakers? Is there anything that you can tell me now? Do you have that list sorted? What can you What can you tell me? So uh, I think without giving away too much, because we do also, we have like a really cool rollout plan, so we don't want to blow it all. Oh, um, but what I can say is that, the, you know, we want, as we say, we want to strike the balance between the fun and and the quite topical and all that kind of stuff. So the 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 talks and the the conversational pieces are going to be extremely relevant, and we're going to have the best guests available who are going to already be engaging with. Um, rocking the daisies as a whole and it's going to be something where you can find it interesting learn something but also not feel like you're sitting in a lecture on a Saturday afternoon while your friends are having fun (laughs) outside you know I think that's very important for us is to you know all of these things like we were we're not politicians we don't want to 
you know, share manifestos and, and wield power and all this kind of stuff. We just are trying to knock down doors, break ceilings and like share resources and information in a way that you, you know, you're more open to and perceptive to because you also understand that the positive intentions and that you can have fun and make a difference in the world at the same time, you know. So I think that's how the talks mm. are going to be approached. Um, and we're also going to create a lot of interactive activities that are going to have to do with the artists and different collectives and all of that. And maybe you've, you know, I think what we're looking forward to is that there are a whole new generation of like Gen Zs who've just become 18, 19 during the pandemic and have never been to a music festival before. And they get to have an experience that is brand new. And um, we get to have them engage in like really cool experiences that they might not even understand. It's not just about a band on a stage and a rapper on another stage and getting really drunk that there's also these, you know, you can have education and fun and experiences. Um, we're going to give away a lot of prizes and fun things. So yeah, we without giving more away, I think that's what we can say right now is that the value add of being engaged with the Oasis is going to be well worth your time. She said so has always placed a very huge emphasis on the importance of mentoring with programs that have taken place literally all over the world. Are there any mentorship opportunities around daisies this year? Or is maybe that something to look forward to at at another point? Yeah, sure. So this is something um, that we are, are definitely working very, very, very hard on. So, I mean, at the moment, we've got a program that we're running, um, you know, that's around like um, radio production and music production. And it's it's a thread that we're hoping to weave through all the activities that we do with 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 rocking the daisies and so it's not something that will happen at the festival itself and i think it's important to emphasize that this is the very beginning of a long standing partnership um that will involve many activities beyond the festival because for us um one of the things that we are insistent upon and in rocking the daisies as well is making sure that the work that we do lives beyond the actual festival itself so there will be many opportunities beyond this to um engage with rocking the daisies and she said so from that perspective because as we've seen already you know, with how the festival is being um, run this year, it's very important to get um, women involved. It's very important to get people from the LGBTQI plus community involved in um, every facet of the music industry. And that's something that is very close to us. And we will be making sure that going forward, um, there will be more opportunities to engage with both um, organizations in a way that is sustainable and shows that we are committed to having people do the most. We want people to do the most, like we want people to do the most in everything. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something that's on the cards for us, um, going forward. That's super great to hear. Um, I'm a big fan of the She Said So mentorship program, so that's definitely something to look forward to. But when She Said So launched back in 2014, there were far fewer conversations about inclusivity in the workplace than there are now, right? And the initial objectives were raising awareness and creating a community. 
But now, eight years later, what are some of the active solutions that have been put in place to take on these issues? So I think that, the, you know, the globally, the there's the each of the chapters have made like impact on on you know where their focuses has focuses have been on their projects and we have been able to take the the values of having a chapter and use that in sort of like activism and vocalizing things on equality and all that kind of stuff and i think the most impactful way we've done that leading up to this year is by you know, raising, like doing campaigns to raise funds and we've donated them to different organizations. And, you know, we've we've um, had uh, laptops donated and we've given them to women who are starting work and don't have, you know, um, the devices they need and like just giving people a leg up on a very active, tangible way. You know, for us, I think that the, the, the real impact of like changing perspective and mindsets and and how um, diversity is seen within workspaces and all of that is really going to come from this big push that we're doing in partnership with Rocking the Daisies and that we um, as a collective know what on the ground the the impact that we've had you know we make all of our resources um, and advice and skills available to our communities people are allowed to ask us for advice for free we've helped people with um, very serious issues that if they when they've come to us in confidence we've helped them you know get legal advice and like all of that kind of stuff to something as basic as you know lending someone some equipment because they need to do a project so we have a very tangible on the ground thing that i think is not is measurable for us but is not something that we would have like to advertise that we've made a difference in some in someone's life but i think globally you see um the 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 playing field kind of starting to equalize and the equity and i think that visibility is forcing the the equity and the diversity to be like more at the forefront than us just you know being a bunch of feminists moaning because things aren't working out you know so I think mm. it's like a general energy change and that and we have had a cool impact but that what's really going to start happening now is like this is where we can start making very high level impact changes and actually have the power to put people in the place where they deserve to be and have the opportunities that they they deserve to have and really be working and seeing the what possibilities their life could have um, as an artist or working in in the background within the music industry and and finding success. That's super important. And I think that in addition to representation and visibility, sometimes people just aren't aware of where their skills can actually take them. So I'm curious about your role in the music industry, Jackie, you take this one, and the direct or indirect road that you took to get where you are today. Yeah, so, I mean, like people ask me this all the time. They're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I do a lot. So it's because <laughs> I feel like it's a lot. Um, but, you know, like I started in the industry as a, as a vocalist. Like I never thought that I would be where I am today because you know like you're saying you you go into the industry with a certain mindset you know you think or you know of a very limited uh set of skills that mm. you know you've been exposed to or people who you know have occupied and so it's only once you get in or once you start interacting with people on different 
different levels that you then realize that oh no there's like a bunch of other things that you could do so where i started as a vocalist um you know my trajectory just sort of moved away from that and now i don't actually see myself wanting to be an artist per se but i see myself being somebody who facilitates and supports people to get to where they want to be so in whatever capacity that is whether it's as a manager or as a record label owner or as the co-director of she said so or as like part of the you know female pressure facts survey team like there's just so many things that have taken my interest and are obviously important to me because and and this is one thing that I think I'd like to add to what um Andrew was saying about the work that we do at she said so it's like we um you know obviously know what the issues are and there are things that we can do to help individual people but the real work is in um you know changing or in some way making an impact in the system itself you know so it's mm. like you you can help as many people as you can but if they're still going into an industry where you know they're facing all kinds of discrimination and we have nothing to say about that then we're only doing half the job you know so i mean so for me that's pretty much how i have sort of landed here in this place you know with this community that i'm working with is because we know and we have all experienced in our own individual capacities um you know different things but we realize that in working together that perhaps there is a difference that we can make on a bigger scale on a on a level that goes beyond our own individual and day-to-day experiences that can touch somebody in a in in a small way you know whether it's like she was saying like getting someone equipment or even for example with the inclusion before profit campaign that she said so did in 2018 i mean that was something that really resonated resonated with me because i was like you know i I'm a woman and I can't just be getting booked, you know, on in August on Women's Month, you know. So like it's also sometimes <laughs> it's just starting a conversation, you know, like getting people to think about how problematic uh some of these things are. So yeah, so for me it's it, it really just started a, like with myself and um to be fair it's still about me in the sense that if I'm going to exist in this space then it needs to to be in a certain way it needs to be in a way that's accepting of me and and who I am so you know for the most part it's really motivated by how is it that I would like to exist as a black woman as a vocalist you know as a business owner or as a person who just really wants to to live freely and then it's you know finding other people who want that for themselves and yeah that's pretty much how I ended up here and what would your advice be to people who are looking to stand out from the crowd or perhaps just make inroads into the music industry from a creative perspective and they're maybe feeling dejected because they think they don't have the skills or the tools what would your advice be to them mm. yeah you know I, it's it's cool because i've had like a, a lot of opportunity to think about this because of this um training program we're currently running and like the just the the work we're doing right now and I think it's very important to take yourself very seriously in terms of how you want to be perceived because there is 
especially for women and for queer artists, there is already this huge barrier that's put up, this obstacle that you have to fight. And there's always people looking to discredit you because of your gender. And so, you know, if being respectful and and being professional, even if you just started yesterday, is how you build really good relationships. And that's really what creates a positive impression with people about you. And then you get to be able to launch like your identity and your your brand of who you are as an artist and all of your cool ideas because people are more open to interacting with you because you don't behave like you're egotistical or that you're more important than anyone else. You don't have like an inflated idea of yourself. So I think that take yourself seriously so other people can take you seriously and then just don't be afraid to embrace your full identity and and really push what it is that you believe in and what you're passionate about for yourself because there are so many artists coming out all the time. There's so many kids making music. There's so many people doing things that you do. You are amongst a mass of creative people and the things that set you apart are the things that a lot of people take for granted and, Mm -hmm. you know, embracing that so that you are like, people just like you, you know, not everyone doesn't have to like you, but it's about being like amicable so that people enjoy being around you um, and don't have as any sort of prejudice when dealing with you because they know that you have, you lose your temper easily or you don't greet people or you don't know how to send an email properly and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, it sounds like, it sounds like it might sound like it's a lot to take on when you first start, but it's actually really easy and it becomes habits. And then you can, you know, have a good rapport with pretty much anyone. And it is, you know, this industry is based on relationships. It's That's a fact, you know, um, your talent only gets you so far and the rest of the time you have to have really good relationships with people. Um, and so understanding that and presenting yourself well is like a really good way to get fine for people to notice you you know like being as Jackie said it's really nice working with good people who are well-intentioned and just have a good perspective on the world if you can get people to understand that you're like that as well and that you're authentic and original that's what's going to make you stand out Jackie I don't know if you have anything to add to what Angela's saying um yeah I think that the only thing that I, I I can think of like is is to ask for help <laughs> yeah you know um yeah we were actually just talking about i'm laughing because we were talking about this earlier right um you know with shannon and like i know people have like one of my biggest pet peeves is that advice that people give you and they're like uh move in silence you can't move in silence you don't have any resources, <laughs> you know, you can't, you have to tell people what you're doing, you know? And I, I, I often feel like sometimes because we we've individualized the process of being an artist so much, you know, people think that they can be self-made and we all know that that's not possible. It's not possible. Even for the person who you think is self-made, it's not possible. They were, they are who they are because of other people. You know, so, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, like spam people or anything like that. But one of the things that that has gotten me like where I am today is just talking to people about what I'm doing, you know, and you'd be surprised how many people will be like, oh, shucks, you know, I know this person. I know Ange, you know, 
Um, I know Shannon from Rocking the Daisies. I know text, like hit her up with your press release and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so I really feel like people shouldn't be afraid to talk about their work and to ask for help for the things that they don't know about. Because, I mean, you, you can be in this industry for 20 years, 30 years, and it changes so fast and people are learning new things all the time and you can't know absolutely everything. You know, and for the most part, as much as there is a lot that's wrong with the industry, there are also a lot of really amazing people who just want to see everybody win, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, like especially for artists who are developing, who don't have access to a lot of resources, like just, yeah, just cut the ego, just cut that thing of like I can do it myself or you know I'm gonna move in silence like lasagna what is that what's that like no G you can't be silent you can't move in, have in silence yeah <laughs> like whatever that line is you know like don't yeah, don't but... don't talk talk to people tell them about your work be proud of it you know and 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 you'll be surprised, like you really be surprised. And when th- when somebody does that for you, then you must make sure you pass it on and you do it for the next person, because that's how you mm. keep winning. In in just over seven years, right? She said so has grown to include over ten thousand members around the world, including the three of us. But talk to me about the kind of influence and impact that creating and building this network of women and gender minorities has had on the greater industry that you have seen? I, I think for me, there's like many ways in which I, I, I've seen the impact, particularly like with the chapters, you know, so there's, I think now there's 18 chapters around the world. And what's really beautiful about that is that you have each chapter, um, obviously, you know, we have our manifesto, we have our values, um, but each chapter is is very different and they focus on the things that are important to them. So that's one of the things that I really appreciate about it. It's like that sort of decentralized way of, of thinking and building community that is really just focused on what's important to you and what's important to your community. It's not like uh, she said so dictates what we have to do. You know, so for example, with the Oasis, that's something that we felt was really important for our, our community, and we have the full support of, of She Said So Global. You know, to to do what it is that we need to do. So, I, I think, in on the one hand, there was that, and then also, um, you know, the idea of allyship, um, because she, she Said So started off, you know, as a community for women, and um, you know, sort of advanced into. Um, this idea that you do need allies, you know, so people can, like, when they hear she said so, they think, oh, you don't like men or whatever the case may be, when that's not it, because we know that traditionally men have, you know, more sort of cultural um, a currency or, you know, influence in the, in the industry. And so it helps to have people who who understand what, what what needs to be done. And obviously you've spoken about the mentorship as well. And one of my favorite, favorite um, things at the moment is the Parenthood Committee, which I'm also a part of with, with Zetu and um, uh, Shotgun Tori. Like, like they just really did this really cool um, 
something similar to what we're doing with the Oasis, you know, at IMS where they had like a space and they're trying to to make festivals and um, music related events more family friendly, you know, because that's a huge, huge thing for women, especially, you know, because, you know, if you want to have a family and you do have a family, you know, traditionally your your career stalls, you know, and there aren't really a lot of um you know, there aren't really a lot of spaces that allow women to exist as mothers and performers, you know, or as artists, or especially if you work in the electronic music industry, you know. Um, so that's really a conversation that I'm looking forward to seeing grow from strength to strength. And there's quite a bit of work that's being done by the Global She Said So Parenthood Committee um, to bring conversations in around um, women's rights as parents and not just even women only as like dads as well you know so I mean there's just so much that has come out of this one idea that one person had and it's grown to touch so many people's lives you know there's like you know like Ange said there's like all the cool stuff that you see like the brand partnerships with you know all the different brands and and like there's all that other stuff but there's also the small things like the community town halls that people have weekly you know there's the the google groups where if you have something that you need like you can just put a, a message in the group and some of you are like, oh, shucks, you know, I can help you out with this, um, you know, and it's women from all over the world, um, you know, and I think for me, that's like, and I'm sure for many other women, it's, it's just taught us to be more um, in community with each other in a way that, you know, we didn't really think was accessible because there's often this idea that women are in competition with each other and, you know, and which is true to some extent, but, you know, at the end of it, like there's always been these communities that people have built together and to see it happen in such an extensive and far reaching way is just phenomenal. You know, it's really, really phenomenal. And I think, there's going to be so much more that will come out of it. I mean, you know, we we have this huge dream of 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 seeing more she said so's um here, you know, on the African continent and it's like stuff like conversations that we're having as well like to to help other people start their own chapters, you know, so we can work together. So, you know, like it's it really just broadens your thinking and the way you see the world and the possibilities of what you can do if you just connect. Ange, in all of the years that you've been involved with She Said So South Africa, is there a moment, big or small, that stands out to you in your mind as a specifically poignant or beautiful one that you've been involved in? Yeah, I think that, you know, and Jackie mentioned this earlier, the Inclusion Before Profit campaign that we did around um women's month and just you know it was it came out of frustration you know artists uh uh women artists saying you know like in august all of a sudden promoters realized we exist they start throwing dedicated parties they gave it give it stupid names like divas on decks and all of this kind of stuff and it's really frustrating because (laughs) the um very like um, performative attempts at inclusion actually just creates even more otherness, you know? Yeah. And so we decided Mm. to, you know, stand up against that. And we were like, let's show you how many people 
really feel strongly about this and that hopefully you can really understand and engage with um, our true feelings on this and that there are 12 months in the year and you shouldn't be focusing on one month out of that year because it's for women. And the other problem is that that is not why National Women's Day exists. You know, so you're also diluting this very important national holiday for us by throwing a, a rave and, and advertising an all women lineup like you you deserve a gold store and store like a gold star or a naughty badge you know and I think that obviously you always have this desire for something to have real impact and for people to support it but I don't think that any of us anticipated just how positively it would have uh, it was received, you know. And on the day that we launched it, and everyone changed their profile pictures and tagged us on Instagram, and we even had allies chipping in saying like, "We'll also support this." And we saw like the the, the artwork and the hashtag everywhere. And I think that was like the first time where we really saw just how much impact you can have with very like simple but maybe not enough addressed like issues, you know, like you don't have to do a Mm. lot to have a lot of impact. You just have to pinpoint it and get everyone on the same page. So I think that definitely was um, a very cool moment and really showed the potential of the impact of of what we do. Hmm. I know this is only your first year of activation at Daisy's, but like I said in the beginning, She Said So is an organization that dreams very, very big. How would you like to grow She Said So Oasis in the future so that it's literally all anybody can talk about around the festival? Well, around daisies, we are obviously looking to to make it a a long-term partnership. And I think... uh, I can safely say that Rocking the Daisies want to do that too. Um, And more importantly, to use it as a vehicle, you know, to get more women involved and, and, you know, more marginalized communities involved in in, in working in the festival space. Um, You know, so for us, I mean, like the big goal would be to have, you know, somebody who, who probably just comes to this, rocking the daisies as uh, you know someone who's interested in working in the music industry and taking this journey with us through the year through all the things that we we have in the pipeline and then hopefully you know being someone someday who's like doing amazing stuff at the festival whether it's mm-hmm. as, as an artist or you know as, as as somebody in the production team or working with the team at Rocking the Daisies throughout the year to create this really amazing festival. Because for us, that's what it's really about. You know, it's like we do want to create, you know, this amazing space. Um, and we also want to use it as a vehicle to not only highlight um, the issues, um, but also to celebrate all the amazing talent that exists out there and hopefully open the door for this talent to to find a way in, you know. Um, and so, you know, like I said, it's very important to both She Said So and Rocking the Daisies for for that to be something um, that is a part of this journey for us to be able to tell that story and for so many other people to be able to tell 
that story. So I think that's that's really just the bigger the bigger picture for us and to to see, you know, an oasis at a festival anywhere, anytime, you know, like that that's also like a huge dream of ours. But for sure, like we we definitely want um people to take more out of it um than just, you know, going and have a having a good time, which is obviously very, very important. Um, but you know, it's 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 a vehicle. It's a vehicle for the message and yeah, that's I think that that's what we want to see. Ange? Yeah, I agree. I think that um there are there is an opportunity to really open up the industry and nurture the right kind of people and give them the uh, the opportunities that they don't have access to and that mutually benefits both the work that we're doing but also places people in the right areas so that we can see that equity and diversity that we keep slinging around you know like um then by next year you have a team of people who are on board with the same vision and the same values and um, can grow and then they get to influence the next generation. And it becomes like a really viable prospect for you as a 10, 11, 12 year old, when you're trying to decide what you want to be when you grow up, where if you understand that there is an organization that will look after you when you're in the music industry and there are real jobs that you can get that you don't have to fight unfairly for and all this kind of stuff. So I think, yeah, there's the potential here, um, is huge and we just want to do it to the best of our ability so that we can grow and make a huge difference. Mm. Ladies, thank you very much for joining me today on Text Talks to talk about the She Said So Oasis that's coming up at Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies, but also your plans and your vision for She Said So South Africa. Uh, you know, Jackie, you know I'm a big fan. And, you know, I, I have nothing but love for you in my heart. But before I let you go, I want to ask, Daisies have been mm-hmm. taking this very cute walk down memory lane on social media, right, with their hashtag memories keep walking. What is your fondest memory of the festival when you think back over all the events you've attended. And I know you've got a few stories. You know so what you- I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, it's fine. So then I'm going to come to you first. <clears throat> uh, fill the dome 2016. Hashtag fill the dome. Hashtag fill the dome 2016. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be really selfish here and take, take my own memory which is uh with all the odds stacked against me a friday 3 p.m in the electronic dome a nice hot day and i managed to fill the entire electronic dome for my sets which was like yeah it's surreal i still think about it all the time look back at the photos and i was like i used to be cool once i had pink hair and everything um but yeah i think that you know (laughs) There was um, a lot of iconic moments, but I think I will always hold hold that in a special place because it also was extremely affirming of what, you know, all of the fighting and and proving myself and and working hard could really turn into something. And I felt like that there was a really positive outcome 
from that, not just for me, but like uh, my peers and, and the people who were looking up to me at that time. So yeah, that I, I always had hold that very dear in my heart. A bar raising set for everybody involved. That was a fucking epic moment. And Jackie, what about you? You know, I've never been to Daisy, so this will be my first time. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm hoping to, to create a lot of uh, memories. But I will say that one thing that I've always appreciated that and just listening to Angie's story is that she's not the only person who who I've heard tell a story like that one, you know, and and, and in in the sense that she she was somebody who, you know, was had was in a position where she had to prove herself on this massive like stage and stuff. And there's like a lot of artists who I've heard who said that Daisy has been that place where they got that opportunity to do that. And I really, really appreciate that we're going to be part of part of that story too. I mean, it's been going for a very long time, but you know, obviously like just, I'm sure there's like a whole bunch of other people who can, who can say the exact same thing and to know that rocking the daisies has been doing that, you know, over the years, it's, it's, it's really, really something that I think is so cool. So I hope to be in the front, uh, you know, being the, the person who someone else is thinking, oh my gosh, there was nobody here. And now look at Jackie there, mm. you know, raving. So yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to creating my own memories in the glamping section, guys, please don't ask. Uh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- listen, listen, glamping. That is how we do it. We don't do it any other way. I used to sleep in cars. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but listen, post festival, I'm going to come back to you, Jackie, and I'm going to ask you, listen, give me your, your memory. It, it, it has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. I, I And I'm sure I'm going to have a lot a lot of memories, you know, because we're obviously going to be there the whole weekend, and oh, uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be fun, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, you know. So hold this thought, come back to me when we're back. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Text Talks from me, your host Tex, producers Jonathan Ings and Matthew Lurtz, and research and associate producer Al Clapper. Catch you on the flip side. A huge shout out to Johnny Walker Rocking the Daisies, South Africa's biggest music and lifestyle festival. Remember to follow Text Talks on socials and subscribe and rate on whatever platforms you stream your podcast on. Head on over to texttalks.com for all our previous episodes. And remember, that's text with a double X. 